Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Uh, well, the time is 17 minutes after 8 o'clock, and uh, Councillor Jane Kelly is the, is the councillor for Bournemouth West, but she also on BCP Council is the lead member for community engagement, and she joins me now. Good morning to you, Jane. Good morning. Good morning. Lovely to be here. May I make a, a slight correction? You said Bournemouth West. I'm here in Boscombe West, of which I'm very proud. Oh, I said well, absolutely. Thank you so you much said for that. Bournemouth. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Well, uh, talking since you mentioned uh, you know Boscombe, I mean obviously Boscombe mm-hmm. g- often gets talked down, doesn't it? I I know that you get quite upset about that, and 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 fact I've heard you say we need to talk up all of the areas, of course, in BCP, but of course, particularly uh, Boscombe East and West, where sometimes it gets pretty bad press, doesn't it? It it does indeed, yes. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of problems in Boscombe, I know, but actually it's uh, it's been apparent over the last few years that those problems are very widespread, and all areas have them. So I don't think Boscombe's any worse than anywhere else, and in a lot of ways it's a massive amount better than anywhere else. So I love it, and uh, I continue to cheer for Boscombe wherever I go. Yeah, and of course some some wonderful things are, are happening, because just recently you know, we got quite a large sum of money to to make a big difference to, to what was previously might people might previously have known as the joy cafe i mean tell us something about about what's planned yes that's really exciting it's called the aspire project and it's um european funding that we have um, managed to um access Uh, i think three quarters of a million which is a lot of money and this was going to buy a lovely new building because the the joy cafe uh, which has been really really successful in the last few years but it's been uh, the actual building itself is past its sell-by date and needs to go because the area is an area of conservation and it's designated as having negative impact so anyway we've, we've ordered a beautiful new building lots of glass and the project it's all about addressing people with weight problems and with um, what's going to be very widespread unemployment issues and so people who want to live a, a, a healthier lifestyle to improve their health and well-being in all sorts of ways so um, that's uh, hopefully we're going to get the building in a couple of months groundworks are going to be happening soon and it's going to be all about growing food cooking food maybe selling your food once you've um, either grown it or transferred it into something amazing to eat so lots of different um, skills courses will be going on there activities will be happening to get people moving around and being more healthy it's going to be fantastic and i think by maybe may it'll be up and running gosh as soon as that so so the building work's actually going on even as we speak the build well the groundworks will go on shortly it the building comes ready made as i understand it it's um, a sort of modular thing, so I don't think there'll be a huge amount of construction going on. It's, um, you know, sort of comes a lot. It's coming from Italy, which is quite exciting. Oh, it's fantastic, um, yeah. And, it is, and yes. So, Once it's here, it won't take long to put in. I was going to say also something to look forward to coming out, of course, what has been you know, quite a protracted and, and gruelling lockdown for so many people. Oh, absolutely. It'll be so wonderful that they will have something that they can... uh, I mean, to start with, I expect, as you say, uh, Blair, there'll be social distancing going on still, and we'll have to be very careful. 
Um, but it will be somewhere that people can go and feel that they're part of a community again, because that has been very, very difficult, I agree. Now, as well as, as obviously being uh, one of the councillors for Boscombe uh, West, uh, that you're the lead member for community engagement. Now, for the uninitiated, what does that mean, lead member? <laughs> what is community engagement? Oh, lead member. Well, well yeah. lead member, culture, well, we'll, do, we'll do both, actually. But both, start with, both. Lead, start with okay. lead member. All right. So the new leader of the council, uh, Drew Meller, he... He thinks and still, or he thought and still thinks that to have 10 people on the cabinet is not really enough in a, um, an area the size of um, Bournemouth Christchurch and Poole. It's, um, it would be a massive job. And he wanted to have an extra four people to join the cabinet and do lots of, uh, lots of the work and have specific um, areas of, of their expertise and influence um, so that they can help the, mem- the, the main cabinet members to do a really good job and uh, so there are two two of the lead members are actually uh, not from our party they are from independent group because we thought it would be really good if we could um, be a bit more spread out and um, one is from Christchurch and one is from Poole uh, and again so that's you know it's more spread across the the, uh, the borough um, and so that's the two and then um, Beverly Dunlop is um, the third one, and I'm the fourth. Now, obviously, and so that's what we do. Sorry. Your remit is community engagement. That, that, that's obviously the voice of the people, isn't it? And uh, quite a big job, Jen. It's a huge job, but it's something that I really, really love and enjoy. I've uh, worked in communities in my previous role on the um, the Bournemouth Borough Council Cabinet, and um, yes, it's it's something that I feel is really important. And the leader, Drew Meller. He, one of his strap lines on our, um, our big plan is that communities are the heart of the council and everything we do is with the communities in mind. So <clears throat> we want to really find out what our communities want uh, and what they need and then try to, um, as far as we can, to provide those services and uh, facilities. Now, what sort of methods will you be using to, to, to get people's opinion? I mean, I know that there's very regular Facebook updates where members of the public can uh, can actually speak to, to the leader and other members of, of the cabinet and so on. But, of course, there are other ways of engagement that you use as well, aren't there? Um, yes, we do. At the moment, it's very difficult to have any sort of face-to-face engagement, of course. Um, in fact, we're just not allowed to do it. But um, social media is a, um, a, me- a very good way. Um, and uh, even we used to put um, things in the libraries, but they're not available now. I think the fact that the, the leader and other members of the cabinet are doing the Facebook live sessions is really helpful. Yeah, and of course, you get quite a response to those. And, and of course, I guess they, they also don't know what's going to be asked of them. So it can be quite scary if you're if you're having, well, well, as you are now in the hot seat, and I'm questioning you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, of course, the other thing is that as we're having um, Zoom and Teams meetings for our main meetings, our overview and scrutiny, our council and cabinet meetings, um, people can um, tune into them. Uh, you can either watch it on uh, YouTube 
as it goes along, or you can apply, if you want to ask a question, you can apply and actually be part of those meetings without leaving your home. No, so no. for a lot of people, that might be easier. Will it be as good as that as that video that went viral last week, you know, and the arguments and things? <laughs> uh, that was fascinating, wasn't it? <laughs> will, will there be some of that? <laughs> <laughs> or we might try and put on a performance like that one day. <laughs> I, th- I, I think they'd be queuing up the public to watch. <laughs> Mind you, the, we do get it. We could do get a touch of it in Parliament sometimes, don't we? You know, the right honourable gentleman is a silly old sausage or something a bit stronger sometimes. You know? <laughs> I, think, I think we do. We do have good debates in our meetings and, uh, you know, for the public it might be interesting to watch. So do tune in to YouTube and, and um, you know, give it a go sometime. Well, that's uh, Sheffield's superstar. Joe Cocker. Ian has told me I've had, I have to say that because we both used to live and work and broadcast in, in the wonderful city of, of Sheffield. And Joe Cocker, of course, was, was no stranger to us there. No, and when I was much younger, I played in his backing band when he wasn't Joe Cocker. Yes. <laughs> well, Jane Kelly is our, is our very special guest today. Obviously, she's a councillor for, one of the councillors for Boscombe uh, West and also the, the lead member on BCP Council for Community Engagement. Now, I've been told off, Jane, by Ian and my producer here because he said to me well it's all very well that that Aspire project sounds phantasmagorical but you didn't tell them exactly where the new building was going to be so come to my rescue Jen where is the new building going to be <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, Blair of course I should have said that and to all the listeners they will be wondering the new Aspire is going to be in Churchill Gardens in Boscombe which is um, a lovely big square of green uh, around which are lovely, wonderful architectural houses that used to be the homes of the the elite of Boscombe in times gone by. But it's going to be right in the middle of the park and it's going to take pride of place, nestling between the trees, existing beautiful trees there. So Ian, you have to go and check it out now. I absolutely will go and check it out. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> Changing tack completely, um, I know that you yeah. were one of the, the, the masterminds behind what we now know as the Coastal Lottery and of course it, it has helped and continues to help lots and lots of, of individuals and organisations but uh, it was your idea in the first place, Jane, and I remember you being very, very worked up and enthusiastic about it. Why, why, why was it that, that you felt so excited about well, it? Well, because for some years we'd had what we called local improvement funding available for councillors to talk with their residents and and understand sort of small projects that needed some money and they could apply to that and and be helped to make those things happen. And they were really important to all the local councillors. But when the money was squeezed by the government, we gradually had less and less to spend. Um, Unfortunately, that uh, local improvement fund disappeared. And so we could see that happening and we heard about um, lotteries, local lotteries that you could um, operate as a, a local authority. And we thought this would be a brilliant way to help local charities and also small organisations to still be able to apply for those small amounts of funding. And so we started the BH Coastal Lottery. We called it BH because we knew that um, the Bournemouth Council was soon going to be joined with Christchurch and Poole to, to create the BCP. And it's taken us a few months, but we have now uh, managed to get it right across BCP so that um, everyone can can apply to those things. And we've just um, recently um, put out a new um, application round 
for grant funding to people. Now, of course, in... in over so it's been going for about two years. Sorry. No, I was going to go ahead. That's fine. Go ahead. Yes, it's been going for about two years. Um, we the first uh, the first time we um, opened it up was in March of 2020, and we we made about half a dozen grants to local local um, groups from from that. But actually, I should go back and talk about how it works because um, we uh, there are, there are two there are different um, of, of the pound that you pay for your ticket. Um, 50 pence goes to a nominated good cause. That is a cause that is registered with the, the lottery um, of a local um, charity or, or organisation. And so, um, and 20 pence goes to prizes, so that's 70 pence already. Uh, tw another 20 pence goes to the operator to, to, for all the websites and tickets and, and insurance and that sort of thing. Um, and and the rest will go to a central pot, which um, which is then the money that we give out. We we give out um, you know an application round for people to who are not nominated causes already to apply to that central fund. Um, so so far we have given out. Um, where's my crib sheet? Uh, we have given out. We've raised one hundred and five thousand over the two years which is really really good when you consider you know the, the tickets are a pound and of that pound half of it goes to the good causes which is a lot better ratio than the national lottery i have to say in our in our defense um and um the small grant scheme has raised about sixty-five thousand of that so that's that's really good amount of money that can go to local local uh, organizations during when I was just going to say the good news is that, is that it's opened again. You're receiving you're receiving yes. applications for for small small grants. Is it up to about five hundred pounds that 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 small organisations? That's right, up to five hundred pounds. Yes, exactly. Um, and then the latest round, the third round, is uh, the deadline is the twenty first of February. So um, you can um, if you go to BournemouthGov.uk website then you can find the criteria and the application form to, to apply for that funding from our, our latest round. So when they go to the website, is it so clear, is it clear there or do, or do they, they put in Coastal Lottery? Well, you have, to, you have to go... No, it doesn't seem to be... I've got the link here in front of me from the Bournemouth... Oh, bournemouth.gov.uk. Oh, I'm not sure about the... Um, information I've been giving here because I thought it was the bcpcouncil.gov well, but worry. anyway I, I'm I, sure if you go to the the, um, the website for bcpcouncil.gov.uk you will see a banner for the Coastal Lottery it will be there perfect I'll so, check it um, I'll check it out myself know. just to just to t tell folk yes do clarify uh, that yeah, so so you. that is open now and, and and when will the when will the window close 21st of February so, if you so there's time. There's another couple of weeks. Fun. Mm -hmm. Well, on something. But the other thing that I would love to say, as well as inviting people to please, you know, if you're a local organisation, you need a couple of hundred quid, up to five hundred, to do something really special in your community, please apply. But also for other folk who want to support local charities, please do buy some lottery tickets. Um, the website for that is bhcoastallottery.co.uk. 
and uh, all in one word. And, uh, you know, just for a pound a week, you do have the opportunity to win up to 25,000. It's not massive, like the National Lottery, but, you know, we're just sort of um, talking about smaller things. But there are, people have won um, family stays in our lovely beach lodges, and somebody won the entertainment bundle, which was a sort of, you know, one of those Amazon Echo, things that I don't understand, but apparently it's sort of yeah, it's watching like wonderful stuff on the TV. I mean, all people yeah. love, people so love to... Yeah, so there are opportunities. And people love to win prizes, to, don't To they? win things, yes, <laughs> they do. And, and it's absolutely, half of the money is going to local good causes, which is really brilliant. And in these times, you know, communities need a bit of a boost. And um, we need to be able to help them as much as we can. Well, the other thing, of course, that helps us all to have a boost is our lovely gardens. And, of course, uh, Bournemouth uh, prides itself and, and pull on Christchurch, you know, in the, in the lovely floral displays which are there. But, of course, uh, sadly, there's been restrictions. But having said that, um, you're very much involved with Bournemouth in bloom. Uh, it's going to be done a wee bit differently this year. Tell, tell us about what's planned. Thank you, Blair. Yes. Um, Bournemouth in Bloom, for the second year running, unfortunately, we are going to be running our annual competition by photographs. Um, we, uh, we've, we don't feel that it's going to be viable to be able to ask judges to go out and look at people's gardens, but people love to do their gardens every summer, and when you're locked down, it's even more important. So when they've done them and made them as best as they can be, around June, July time, they must take some photographs, send them in to us and um, and we'll judge them like that uh, and we last year we had a, a wonderful array of photographs that came in that we were able to judge in lots of different categories so if anyone wants to have a look you can go to the Bournemouth in Bloom .co .uk, um, uh, website and you'll see on there how you can how you can enter uh, we're doing free membership for Bournemouth in Bloom this year as well because we're not able to do our normal talks and shows as we do usually. So there's an opportunity to, to join us and then get our um, regular sort of newsletters, updates, bits and pieces that we send out. Is there a special so award for, we're the, hoping to get for the best dandelion? Hmm? Is there a special award <laughs> for the best well, We've got a wonderful set of cups and, and plaques, but of course... I was thinking of my own garden, you know. We do. <laughs> oh, yes, we'll give you a dandelion certificate. So certificates we have been doing anyway. Uh, last year we did them. And um, in fact, that we had a lovely a few entries from children last year, which was really good to see. Mm. Had done some fabulous... Um, uh, gardening at home, vegetables and flowers. I think my co-presenter so here for everyone. Ian wants to ask you a question. Uh, no, I was just thinking of mine. I've got two plant pots with a little weed in between. <laughs> I think that might bring back memories of children's television. Bill, Bill and Ben. Oh, the yes! Pot, ben. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ian, that sounds perfect. That oh, would yes. be the well, jokey one. It would definitely get the photograph <laughs> of that one. Yeah, we, we, we could have the, the, <laughs> Thank the, you, Ian. the comedy award. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jane, are, are people... We hadn't thought of that category, but we will. <laughs> do, do people, are they allowed to send one photograph of their garden uh, and, and their lovely flowers yes. and plants? One, one only. And that is often the problem. Last year we had some entries where there were a dozen photographs and we know it's so difficult to portray your garden in its absolute beauty 
uh, with one photo, but that's what we're asking you to do. Find the best bit and photograph it. Now, you see, there, there could be an entrepreneur out there thinking, I could run a photographic course, you know, on how to, how to get yeah. the most out of my out of my picture that I might that I might catch the attention of the judges you know Jane thank you absolutely thanks so much for being our guest uh, today and and for all uh, that you do this is Hope FM